1: Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. It's the captain. It's the ticket. 93.7. Candid conversation with my guy, Bernard Thomas, a.k.a. Crump Juice. Crump, where you get that name from, man? Where that name Crump Juice come from?
2: Uh, so I don't drink. I don't drink alcoholic beverages. You know what I mean, but in college, I used to drink up all the chaser, <laughs> all the chaser, and it had nothing for me. So I drank up all the chaser, and I was, you know, I was crunk, man. I kept kept that thing lit, man. <laughs> Automatically. Automatically, man. With no, with no chaser, no nothing. No, nothing, man. I'm high off of life, man. We're good to go.
1: You know, I see you out there all the time when you're training, man. And I, and every, a lot of times when I see you out there, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm ready to go. Let's go, coach. How important is being a motivator as a coach? It's super
2: important, man. I, and I move because I want these guys know like yeah I I I I get it done too. I'm not just telling you I'm living it as well. You know what I mean so follow my actions and my words.
1: How and and you know a lot of times people think that because we're older we still can't move. Um I know when I when I when I see you and you got them weights and I'm like Crunk still doing 80, 90, hundred pound dumbbells at 40 yeah, was, man, was that something was. that you came equipped <laughs> yeah. with or you learned that
2: man like i said uh that 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 mindset i i learned that mindset in Lincoln man I learned that mindset in Lincoln and it's just continuous we talk about at work man working we talk about at work and like continuous improvement in order to be great in order to to get to where you want to be you have to continuously improve and read And and constantly be rebuilding the person that that you are. It doesn't stop. What the 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 becoming content and complacent is the worst drug on earth. Hmm. We don't settle. I want more. Give me more, or I'm gonna take more.
1: Mm. Yeah, if you don't give it to me, I'm gonna take it.
2: I'm gonna take. Hey, I'm. Give I'm me that you, much man, like, no, i me a I, I'm not, I'm not I, I can't, I can't sit here. And, uh, you know I mean, that's the type of mindset. You know I mean, I, I want my, I want my athlete, my athletes to have. You step on that field, hey. You know I mean, they don't plan on giving you anything, so you got to go out there and take it. Take the ball. You know I mean, the only way we're gonna win this game is we got to take that ball on defense. You know I mean, and that's I like that right there. That's a Boltelemi thing. Because we, we, had, we had, like, the record for, like, 50, 60 uh, interceptions in, in like, oh oh three. I mm. mean, like, get the ball back. Get the ball back. That's all we wanted to do.
1: I always wonder, like, you know, because one, that's one of the things that I made note of. With our defense, even though they played well, we didn't have a lot of turnovers. We did not take the ball away. That has got to be something that we do differently next year defensively. Talk a little bit about when you got your black shirt.
2: How was that? Um, so that was the only thing that was the only thing I wanted I mean I, I talked to one of my buddies the other day because you know it got to a point where it was like man ain't no point for me to do interviews and and talk to anybody when I'm just rotating in you know what I mean like to me like I'm a nobody I mean when I get my black shirt, when I've earned my just dues. Then, then we could start. Then we could start doing, doing interviews. Once I, I mean I, I, I didn't grow up in Nebraska, fan, so I didn't know, I didn't understand. You I mean I went there because I liked the coaches, and frankly, uh, it was a number two program when I came up. You I mean like that's just where my mindset was. So I, once I got there, um, I started to learn the history of what the black shirts are and, and what it meant to the program, I was like, damn I need I need one of these you know I mean i got I got tired of w- watching these guys you know what I mean or, uh, walk around and, and I don't know it I think it was just like a superpower. It's like I need I need to get that you know what I mean so all I'm gonna do is work work until I come across it
1: how how important is To the grand scheme of things, how important is a defensive lineman's hands?
2: How important is it? Uh, So it's probably the most important thing. You cannot block what you cannot touch. So if you're able to use your hands and get skinny and move your body to where an offensive lineman is, is unable to get his hands on you, you're good as you're good as gold. I mean, you have you have to know how to use your hand. I mean, if you don't, you're out there. You're out, you're, you're gonna be out there short. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. super short. Velcro. Like, yeah. I call them Velcro yeah. players. You just you you're a defensive guy
1: that just go get stuck
2: to an offensive line on like Velcro. Exactly. You get on. You get on. You get off. I mean. You got to use those hands to get separation. You got to use your hands to from the start. You got to use your you got to use that hand to fire off. You got to use that hand, those hands for leverage. You got to use them for position. You got to use them to jack and snatch. You got to use them for for tackling. You got to use them for stripping the ball, getting the ball. I mean, the the whole nine. If if you're not using your hands, then you just out there. uh, What I tell them. You just out there peeking and geeking and wasting the, wasting the space. You know what I mean mm-hmm. what, your hand, your hands are everything as a collegiate de- defense alignment. Everything.
1: What was your favorite move when you played?
2: What was your go to? My, fa- my go to move is so now everything's got names for it. So it would be a euro step and and a swipe or a chop. I I, I wanted to make sure. Uh, their hands never touch never touch my never touch my body that was that was my that was my favorite move
1: when you watch the defense of, you know for the last couple of years when you watch the D line i think that towards the end they started really getting it as far as using their hands but do you think they use them well and, and, and everybody can get better but do you think they use them up to par
2: okay so let's talk about this so I learned this when when I was in when I was in Baltimore. So the schemes that they've been running the last couple of years have been variations of the three four. So when you're running that type of defense, uh, most of the interior guys, most of the D line's job is to take up space and and take on blockers, so you can keep the linebackers free and clean. That way. That way, as they're scraping, they can leverage spill flow. Um, and with that type of with that type of scheme, um, the best thing that they can the best thing that they can do is they've got to get a field, they've got to get separation, and 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 create and create space so they can so they can get off block. You know what I mean, but uh, compared to being in a in a four three. They they're not as a uh, gap sound to where you can get off and get to where you where you need to be. Now this last year was uh, was a lot different. They they ran variations of of that of a four three. Um, I mean over under, but uh, in years past, you know, and, and some of the games they switched things up as far as their schemes. I mean scheme wise, they. They really have to. They really needed to uh, have hands on, but as far as the separation, they weren't getting the separation that they really needed to get in order to make make those make those uh, those dynamic plays. Mm, got it, got it, Bernard.
1: What what uh, when, when you when you talk about Nebraska when you play, who was that guy that you either y'all went at it and and, and, and you respected him? Because he just kept coming at you.
2: Richie Incognito. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Yep. Richie Richie Incognito. That's, I mean, that's that's my boy. I mean, but in practice, practice, we get out there and we get the banging. Because neither one of us, neither one of us would stop. I mean, like it was, and we left it on the field. I mean, Nothing it, it on the field. But Richie Incognito was when you say relentless to victory, I mean, that's that guy that's that guy that when you go you go up against him, like you already know you already know what it is. I mean, hey, we about to be whoever either one person's gonna win or we're gonna be out there boxing. <laughs> Straight. Straight up, right. we're gonna be out. we gonna be out. We're gonna be out there boxing. And me and me and me and, uh, me and Richie then had a couple uh, locked helmets and helmets that came off. And we still trying. We still trying, we still trying to we still trying to get at get at each other. You know what I mean, just
1: playing with That's, passion. I got a question uh, from the text line. John asked um, if you talked to the offensive line that was supposed to block him, or did you just? Let your actions speak for yourself. So, the the offensive line when you went against people, did you talk crazy to them,
2: or or you just yeah, I talk I talk crazy all day, all day I'm all day I'm talking crazy. I mean, and it's just part of it's just part of the game that I I developed as far as um, uh, it's just part of the game as 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 I grew up. You know, you just get into people's heads.
1: Yeah, no. I, listen, I was the biggest talker. I would, if I chopped a dude, he'd be mad. I might, I might not even talk to him. I might just, just chop him, and you could tell he was pissed. But I, I was like, let me run back to the huddle. The next play, I might stay up and stone him, and then I'm gonna I'm talk, start talking to him and get into his mind a little bit. Is talking stuff frowned upon, or is that a lost art? Man, I don't know, man.
2: I'm going, I'm going to talk nonstop. Like I can remember games. Where uh, like the Colorado game, the Oklahoma game, I'm I'm in that dude's face the entire game, win, lose, or draw. Look at this, thing. they trying to tell me. Look at the scoreboard. I'm telling them, to hell with the scoreboard. Uh, we're going, we going at it. It's me and you. I mean, screw the scoreboard. It's me and you. The whole time.
1: The game within the game. Well, I here's what I always say when I was when I coach football to my players. You have there's a war going on. And the war is against the team that we're playing. But inside of the war, there are eleven battles on every play. Facts. If you can win your individual battle, you put us in position to be successful. Right? Oh, yes. Okay. So listen, we're gonna take we're gonna take another another break. I'm gonna hold you for one more, one more segment, B, because it's just it's it's just amazing to hear from guys like yourself that coach football now, that coach young people now, and know kind of there's a there's a different mindset right now. We'll talk about that mindset and more. I'm with Bernard Thomas, the captain, the ticket, ninety three point seven.